welcome to Food Friday here on the Hunt Harvest Health Podcast, where we dish out food topics, recipes, and answer your questions related to food, food prep, and nutrition. Find our recipes and tips on our website at huntharvesthealth.com. In this episode, Hill and I are going to discuss dehydrating meals. I give a couple of my favorite recipes, including chili, spaghetti, rice dishes, and we'll also discuss wild game inflammation, and also the importance of adding electrolytes to your water. All right, so the the dinners that I do, um, those are one of my favorites. It's uh, it's something that, you know, I dehydrate all of my food now, all my dinners. I don't do the mountain houses anymore. Uh, I've done every company's, you know, dehydrated food from backpackers, pantry to mountain house to all these different companies. And kind of burnt myself out on those a long time ago, but, um, I really prefer to dehydrate my own. It's so, it's super easy to do. It's not intimidating once you start it and you've done a meal. It's like, wow, why wasn't I doing this a long time ago? So kind of one of my favorites, um, is chili. Um, basically what you can do is just make whatever your favorite batch of chili is, whatever your recipe is. I make mine with bear, um, it just I just love the taste of bear meat. I like I like the flavor of it. It's oily. Um, everything I do is is got some kind of game meat in it. But for some reason, I I tend to add a lot of bear burger to uh, to my meals. So um, in both the spaghettis and the and the chilies. So I'll make a chili and kind of the just one of the tricks to when you're when you're going to dehydrate food or a meal, you know, make it like you would make it back home, but just cut things smaller and more uniform, like. Don't leave big giant chunks in there where you know it's it's going to take forever to dehydrate. Um, you know, I'll I'll make sure that the meat, the burger, <clears throat> is really um, kind of ground down so it's really super small, uh, as fine as possible, and then also all the vegetables. You know, I throw a ton of peppers and and stuff in there and onions and and whatever um, from the garden, and I'll just make sure that they're cut up a little bit finer than you know I would do if I wasn't going to dehydrate. But I'll dehydrate them on just a, a simple eight tray, ten tray. I don't even know what my um, what it is, but it's it's just a pretty basic dehydrator, and I'll just throw some parchment paper down on it. And uh, how I get my my portions is I'll just take you know what I would eat at home, a bowl, and fill it up, dump that out on the parchment paper, and I know that's gonna fill me up. That's a full meal. I usually go a little bit on the heavier side because usually I kind of like to you know, indulge a little bit when I get back at the end of the day after hunting all day. So I'll do that. Um, and that's, I think my favorite is definitely the bear chili. Now I'll mix that with also do spaghetti. I'll make a, uh, you know, a spaghetti sauce. I've talked about this before. I'll, I'll do a ton of spaghetti sauce from the garden in the summer and I'll just use that, um, and run that with, with noodles, you know, whatever noodles you prefer, um, you know, whether it's quinoa noodles or, or whatever. Um, and then same thing, you know, when you're, when you do your sauce, make it with, you know, again, I use a lot of peppers and, and the tomatoes and, and the onions and, and all that are, are in the garlic, it's all ground down. So once you kind of spread it out on the dehydrator, on the parchment paper that, uh, there's no giant chunks in there. So, um, and then once I get, you know, eight, 10 trays of spaghetti done up, I'll just bag them up and put them in, I just put them in a Ziploc bag to start with. And then what I'll do is just kind of, 
I'll just leave a little bit of the, the baggie open on one end so that air can get sucked out of it. That just gives me an extra barrier uh, when I go to vacuum pack it. So uh, after I put it in a zip, I'll vacuum pack that. And whether you got a food saver, or a, you know, a commercial Koch machine or whatever you've got, um, pretty simple. And, you know, those things get pretty small once you vacuum pack them, which is kind of what we're shooting for when we're backpacking or hunting or whatever. So um, I'll, I'll make up a ton of meals preseason, you know, end of the summer, getting ready to go into a season, a hunting season. Um, probably my third go-to meal is any kind of rice dish. I'll make rice dishes. Um, if you want to do something besides red meat, you know, you want to add chicken or whatever, same thing. Just make sure the chicken pieces are pretty small. But um, I just like using, you know, wild game. Um, and there's all sorts of reasons why um, we, we use the wild game. Uh, one of them is for, you know, obviously the nutritional value. Everything we know is grass-fed. Grass not grain fed, which I don't know um, what Mountain House or these other companies are using as far as beef or chicken. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what's in it. Whereas when I use my own, um, I know that it was grass fed. So I know that the omegas are going to be a lot better. Maybe Hill, you could kind of go into that. Why? Why it's more, more? You get more value out of using wild game. Well, the, we're used to wild game, and so. Uh, but I know a lot of people out there if you don't hunt or you don't have access to wild game, you know, it may be harder to get these. And so you want it. The grass fed is what's really important. So obviously most wild game, they're eating grass and plants. They're not being fed grain. Um, Cows and other animals that are being fed grain, what actually happens in their meat is they have an increased um, production. So grain fed animals have a greater production of arachidonic acid. And arachidonic acid is a, again, pro-inflammatory product that if it's in their meat and you eat it, obviously you're going to have increased exposure to arachidonic acid, which can increase your inflammation. So eating grass-fed wild game uh, or even a cow is going to be much better because there, there is the, the eating the grass increases natural omegas in the oils and decreases arachidonic acid. So that's going to be better for inflammation. Um, omegas are anti-inflammatory. <clears throat> and so that's, that's... Inflammation is not our friend when we're in the mountains. No, inflammation <laughs> is the underlying trigger for almost all major diseases that kill people today. Heart disease, which is number one for both men and women, cancer, diabetes, uh, Alzheimer's. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of diseases that are showing inflammation is really the core uh, reason that people have these conditions. So we're trying to decrease inflammation as much as possible and um, improve recovery, especially in the backcountry or when you're doing a lot of exercise. And... If you're hunting, you know, you're out there, you're out there looking for an animal. So you're out there looking for a grass fed animal. And, um, we feel that's the meat you should be using for the food that's fueling your body. Yeah. So, so why not, why not eat it when you're, uh, when you're on a hunt, <clears throat> get the most uh, nutrition you can. Cause, uh, I don't see any, any reason why you wouldn't want to do it yourself anyway. It's like I say, you, you know what you're putting into it. It's more nutritious. Um, and you can make it to whatever flavor you want it to be, you know, your favorite food, just, just make that, and uh, you don't have to kind of rely on what you can find in the store. 
and uh, pay those ridiculous prices because they're well, one super of our, expensive. One of our kids' favorite meals is actually Ryan will combine the spaghetti and the chili together. I and do we that give too. that to them for uh for like a lunch, and that's like our kids' favorite lunch. Yeah, well, I'll eat. Shoot, you know, at the end of the season, if I didn't use everything, I'll just. That's what I'm eating during the day. I mean, I still i I made so much this year. I'm still working on bags. Um, just yesterday, we had a a big blend of chili and spaghetti as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's not just for hunting. It's it's something you can do and just and just have it with you at all times. And, I also think it's a great dehydrating is a great way to get vegetables into you because I mean vegetables by nature you're not going to be packing a bunch of vegetables into the backcountry they tend to be heavy you know lots yeah, of water in them you're not going to be peppers so. onions garlic all that stuff I just absolutely load it up I go beyond what you know any typical yeah. spaghetti recipe spaghetti and sauce you can would put be, any so. vegetable in like spaghetti sauce you can put broccoli in there you can put carrots in there you can put tons of stuff in sauces or those rice dishes you can just load it with vegetables and when you dehydrate it um it's not and actually i think dehydration yeah once you add chili powder it tastes like chili no matter how many (laughs) vegetables are in there so but i think dehydrated vegetables are kind of like frozen vegetables they retain their nutrient value better when you rehydrate them or something, you get you get good nutrients out of them. But I think that's a great way for Ryan to get his vegetables on the mountain is to just put them into these meals and uh, dehydrate them. Yep, I think so. So the other, probably the only other thing you know is uh, is water intake. Probably one of the most important things. It's um, I've never been a big water drink. I do it. I force myself to drink water, but I I just don't like to. I don't know what it is. I, I like anything with a little bit of flavoring. So I'll, you know, I'll put lemon or lime or whatever I can add just a little bit of something to make water taste good. But when I do like water, it's in the mountains because, um, it just tastes better back there. You know, you're working your tail off. It's just, you know, it's a treat to get that water. It's clear. It's tasty. It's like the best stuff ever. In fact, I, I remember I took a kid hunting, um, shoot, it's been a few years now. And this is a guy who's never really gone out in the mountains much. And, uh, you know, the, we ended up getting him a, his first bear. And uh, it was his first first real hunt, his first animal, had a great time. And the only thing he came away from that trip was uh, how good the water was. <laughs> he came back, he's like, man, I want to go back there just for the water. Because uh, we were, you know, drinking it out of the creek back there. I mean, we were using a SteriPen to... Is that what to, you're using now? You don't use the water filters? No, nah, I don't. Yeah, water filters are... Um, thing of the past for me it they're just bulky heavy um nah, not as not as good as i think today's technology which is i, I always pack a steri pen uh steri pens are just awesome they're they're not that heavy um they're easy they're fast you don't have to have to wait very long at all i mean shoot in a minute and you're able to just chug it down so you don't have to wait for you know the iodine tablets which um is something completely you know i I've gone on trips in the past where I've done 10 days with just iodining everything, but man, that's a lot of iodine. So I've gone away from that. Um, never really liked pumps because they are so bulky. And, um, and then, yeah, I, I, I really prefer that SteriPen. Now I always will have, because it's, it's something that, you know, works off batteries. If it breaks, I just have a little baggie in my, in my stuff that, uh, with some iodine tablets for, you know, in case of emergency type thing. So I wouldn't completely rely on the steri pen. Cause what if I smash it? So I always will have a backup. Um, 
but shoot, I've been using a SteriPen for a whole lot of years now, and I've never had an issue. Uh, it's always worked, and I've drank from some pretty scuzzy, you know, swampy <laughs> elk country type. Yes, please use your SteriPen for us doctors who have you guys coming in with GI problems <laughs> from drinking poor water. No GRD yet, no cryptosporidium no. yet. Um, yeah, the SteriPen obviously worked because I know if it if it didn't work, I would be. Uh, I don't know where I'd be. So I, I think about water. I think water is so important. And we, our organs, every day, your organs alone secrete two liters of water. If you, and you're supposed to replace that by drinking it. So imagine, you know, most people are not replenishing their water well. And then when you're at high altitude, you use up more water. And when it's cold, you use up more water. And every time you breathe, that's why like in the winter, when you breathe outside, water is actually coming out of your lungs. And that oxygen, carbon dioxide, um, exchange in your lungs. And so I probably think a big cause of inflammation and poor recovery in people is they're just not hydrated enough. Another big piece of hydration and probably why the water up in the mountains tastes so good and it is so good is that it has more of the natural components of water in it, which includes minerals and electrolytes. And nowadays down here, uh, we're not you know, off the mountain, we're not drinking, we're drinking a lot of filtered water and waters that are in bottles and stuff. And so that stuff has been taken out. But uh, adding electrolytes to your water at some point, like at least once a day yeah, or something I, to replenish <clears throat> is really important because water does not get into your cell unless it has a good transfer of electrolytes and you need that. So a lot of the water people are drinking, they're not actually absorbing it into their cell. They're just kind of swelling in the interstitial tissue or they're just peeing all day. They're just peeing it out all yeah, day. There's, there's a ton of products out there. Um, you know, a lot of companies put out a little hydrate recovery powder. Um, usually they're delicious and uh, I'll use those. So um, that or, you know, everybody, I think everybody knows there's that uh, emergency. That's something that I've used in the past. Uh I like that as well. It's not the best flavor in the world, um, but I'm getting a lot of vitamin C and I'm making the water taste a little better. Um, it's but it's got I, some B vitamins and stuff. Yeah, it's got a bunch in there. But um, boy, today there's so many companies now that are making something that'll uh, kind of, you know, make it palatable to drink the water and drink a lot of it in the backcountry, um, which helps me because I, like I said, I can't stand just drinking plain water. So, but back there, it's the only exception. <laughs> 